weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, make it so, make it so, make it so. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some tea, oh, very hot. The lights are turned way down below. Make it so, make it so, make it so. When we finally kiss, good night. How I hate going out in the storm. But if you really shut up, Wesley. All the way home, I'll be warm. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. And I, dear, we're still goodbye, then. But as long as you love me, so make it so. Make it so. Make it so. Batter Bullshit, the podcast where three guys offer up their opinions in an unlimited fashion. I'm not as good at introducing this as Croft, but uh, welcome to the show. I'm joined today by uh, the uh, inimitable Michael Hodges. Mike, how are you doing today? That's not the first time you made you made up that word. Inimitable? inimitable. Yes, you're inimitable. Inimitable. <laughs> this, uh, I'm noticing this show is slowly turning into a Star Trek love fest. Yeah, well, you know, it's the season, <laughs> and it was, that song is really awesome. Uh, we're also joined today by uh, regular old Crofton. Crofton, how are you doing today? I hate Star Trek, Bo. I'm, <laughs> no, you I'm, don't. I'm turning on it. My verdict is turning. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> I did find that fairly funny, but... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, well, you know, tis the season, and it was uh, a Christmas-themed Star-, Star Trek song, so uh, we're happy to, you know, share that with the world. Uh, guys, what are you both doing for the holiday? It's uh, Christmas time. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm excited for uh, for Christmas this year. My, I have two bro- uh, two brothers, and one of them who lives around, and, and the other one who lives in Alberta, and so he's coming. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him. We're going to do some skiing, maybe, um, you know, and uh, get together with family. There's going to be a couple of couple of family get-togethers and such, you know. It should be a good time. And then I'm, I'm off for two weeks as well. So uh, the the holiday is always a fun time it, uh, in the Steers household. Is it a staycation or you got any plans for your vacation? Well, you know, my birthday falls in New Year's, plus there there is New Year's, plus there is Christmas, plus there is Boxing Day. So, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a staycation in so much as that I'm going to be doing stuff with family and friends and enjoying some activities and taking it easy, but uh, but I'm not heading out of town or anything. Lots of, lots of people do that for the holidays. Mike, what are you doing for the two holidays? Weeks, two weeks off. What I always blow all my vacation, so I have no time <laughs> off, so I'm... Stuck at work in those weird orphan days it's, between. I gotta weekends. say, I'd prefer not to take any holidays during um, when I was working because I don't work right now. Unless you consider this podcast work, it's amazing to <laughs> I don't actually be at work during that time because effectively, um, it's so easy at work. It's quiet. You can. It is like it is quiet, yeah. but I wouldn't say that's what I'm doing at the <laughs> during the holidays. Okay. Um, I am uh, hanging out with my uh, parents and. Uh, 
my family, <laughs> the Hodgins is side of the family. And I guess we just sit around and eat food all day. And that's basically it. And then uh, after that, we're going to Toronto to visit Andrea's brother, his new house. So we're going to see his house and have festivities down there post Christmas. So I don't know, not not a big deal, but yeah, that's about it. You, Bo, what are you up to? Uh, well, um, normally I would say working if I was working, but uh, I'm not, so I kind of don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm definitely going to see family on the 24th and 25th. And apart from that, uh, it's the same old business as usual. I don't get to take vacation. I, that's the sucky part about being unemployed is that you can't actually have any vacation because you kind of are. So. It's all vacation. Yeah. All right. So um, I think uh, the three of us sat down and decided that we wanted to do a, a Christmas episode. So today's topic is actually not going to be coming from the random topic generator. Um, we're actually picked the topic uh, for once, and it's going to be Christmas. And with that, I'm going to celebrate. Happy Christmas, and happy holiday. Yeah, so it's Christmas and... What was that like some new pop? It was in sync. It was in sync. Oh man! So you know what? One thing I got to say about Christmas music: I am for sure a Christmas music purist. Okay. I like I like it to be sung by Elvis Presley or Bing, Bing Crosby or Nat King Cole. And when it's not, <laughs> I don't like it. What about New Kids on the Block? I don't like it. That's a family tradition at the Steers household, man. We I'm have sure we we've <laughs> got you, like. A new kids on the block tape, like they did a Christmas one, and and, and there's this one about Santa. There's this song in particular about Santa. Like anyway, it's it's pretty cheesy, but we listen and, to and it. The, the steers, how, none of the steers are girls, right? I also I also picture Crofton breaking out his jogging pants and fluorescent fanny pack to, <laughs> to, to, to suit the era yeah. and uh, dancing. Yeah, no, there's uh, none of that. It's for decorating the tree. New kids on the block. NY. K O T B. I don't even. Oh, know. you blew it! Uh, not <laughs> I blew a true it. fan. Not a true fan. So, if you're listening to the show, um, we're hoping to get it released on the 25th. So, if you happen to be listening to this on the day of release, Merry Christmas to y'all, and I hope you're enjoying your morning with your family. <laughs> I hope no one <laughs> listens to this on the 25th. Yeah. I hope uh, if we have any listeners, I hope they, they're listening and thank they you spend for listening. Time with their uh, families and or friends, and uh, and listen to it another day. But well, I guess no, that, they could listen to this on the radio. You know, but that brings family. up if we're going to get right into this topic, that yeah, brings let's... up this kind of interesting thing about Christmas in that for a lot of people it's, you know, really fun time. We all, you know, we're going to hang out with our families and that's great. But for a lot of people this time of year is really the opposite. It it uh if they're alone or they don't have friends or family, uh it's double it's compounded at this time of year when everyone's like, "What are you doing this weekend?" and you know, you guys are like, "We're hanging with family." Like, "Oh, I'm going to I'm going to stay at home and listen to a podcast." <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there's that, and that's like, Man, there's that's nothing tough. wrong with that. We're happy if you're listening to us. Yeah, we're the family you but don't yeah, have. I think the point you're trying to make is that it makes it's exclusionist for some individuals who maybe don't have that kind of you know nice family get together. But that what? like it emphasizes it during that family. time of year. Yeah, some people hate their families. They might be like, there's a lot of people who who will be like, oh God, I gotta go home for Thanksgiving or I gotta go home for Christmas. You know, we're fortunate we we like our family, so it works out. Yeah, well, well I'm uh, a little bit like that. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I had a friend Linda in high school, and her she hated Christmas because um, her parents were divorced, and I I guess it would always be like, I mean, I don't know what the details were, but I just know she didn't like it because it was like, oh, people were craggy or i don't know felt like you weren't spending one time 
with one side enough or something. So I think, you know, and families come in all different types these days. It's not all like parental units together, you know, things change. And, uh, so it can, it, but it can definitely be like for a lot of people, it's spending time with your family and then other people, it's just feeling more lonely and that's tough. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of frustration with family. Should we define Christmas? Like just the overall idea of it before we jump into rating? Yeah. Go for yeah. it. Oh, darn it. Um, okay, well, I, okay, well I, I offered, so I guess I better yeah, go. go. I better. Um, <laughs> so the, Christmas is on December 25th of every year. I It's associated in my brain with the birth of Jesus Christ. Um, I happened to watch a cartoon, The Boondocks, and it on that show, uh, the character Huey is supposed to be sort of this know-it-all black activist child. And, um, you know, he said there that it was developed... Uh, it started actually with the Romans. It wasn't like a Christian holiday. It was the holiday of Saturnus, which I'm not, I'd have to look that up and check on Wikipedia after the show. But it was actually a pagan holiday. I think it was outlawed during the Dark Ages by the Protestants at some point and then was reintroduced. And so um, I think one of the big things about Christmas is that it's in our minds like it's associated with Christianity, but at the same time, maybe it's true history is that it isn't really all that like a Christian of a holiday. And certainly if you look around, um, you don't hear a lot of talk about the religious side about Christmas. You hear it's about spending time with family well, and it's about buying stuff and giving it to other people. <laughs> yeah, and I think that that, that, that point about the um, is true from the boondocks and that, but I think it was just a way that Christian, uh, the dominant Christian, um, or as it was growing, was able to usurp, you know, pagan religions by like, oh, we'll just place our own customs on theirs so we can more easily convert them. And I think it, it, it worked uh, yeah, okay. pretty effectively. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas um, is awesome. Sign me up for this Christianity shit. Like, My religion, I'm with, not allowed to eat pork. It sucks. With, with the, and I, I, pagan traditions <laughs> line up perfectly for some reason. I guess I'll be a Christian now. It, it is an interesting thing, though, um, that Bo's raising, because I, I feel this way about Christmas, too. As soon as Christmas came up as a topic, I thought, hey, there's two Christmases. There's the religious Christmas, the Christmas that that uh, you know is is stems from Christianity and all that sort of stuff. And then there's the commercial Christmas. I don't actually. There's three Christmases. I'm already uh, well, don't forget. There's uh, Festivus there's the, too. There's the commercial Christmas that's about uh, you know uh, spending and all this sort of thing. And then there's then there's the new sort of like. The new Christmas, the Christmas spirit, the Christmas idea that, that that I look forward to and enjoy the spending time with friends and family, celebrating during the holidays, you know, Christmas tree, Santa, all that sort of stuff as well. So it's like there's three Christmases. I saw this. I saw this thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, there's like secular cr- Christmas, like we there's Festivus, the festival for the rest of us, or something. Festivus for the rest of us. Yeah. Um, That's but, different, though. That's uh, Seinfeld. Yeah, and you said, Bo, you don't hear that much talk about, you know, religion. and But that's not true. It just depends what kind of circle you're in. For some people, they're devoutly religious. I read this article today about um, Fox News. Well, or, or no, in general, the war on Christmas that's always in the States. <laughs> like, <laughs> the right wing likes to get on the war yeah. on Christmas. You're not allowed to celebrate Christmas anymore because there are people who are have other religions. Why are they here? And they're all scared. <laughs> and anyways, and there was this Fox news announcer i think her name's megan i don't know she looks like megan kelly Kelly. yes anyways um and i guess there was also some talk of like and they showed a picture in the article was a picture of a black santa and i was like oh that's kind of cool he had a big white beard and he was a black guy and he had the black kid on his lap i'm like and he was black santa and then she was like everyone knows santa is white just like jesus (laughs) 
was a big thing. And the article went on to point out, of course, which is obvious to anyone who thinks for a second, that uh, why would Jesus be white? He uh, lives in the Middle East. You know, it's like really not far from Africa. <laughs> like, And he was a Jew. It's kind of like, why would he look like a Norwegian? But yeah, that's what all these people think. So it's just really funny, this like the perception of um you know of of religion anyways it just made me laugh this war on christmas in the states is this huge thing yeah i, I th- yeah it yeah it's so weird because it's not like it, we're arguing some factual person and like like the fact that that's a headline or that's talked about on national television in the states seems so ridiculous but yeah no i i think what mike's saying though about about how like the circle we hang out in is less religious so yeah. therefore it's less of a religious holiday uh, for other people it is very much you know very much a religious holiday um but i think you know like i look I look forward to Christmas every year, and and I think a lot of that has to do with uh, with the personal traditions you create yourself. But because we we live in what is majoritarily a Christian society, uh, and is changing over over time, Christmas is like uh, a statutory holiday, as is in Canada, the day after Boxing, which is Boxing Day, and New Year. So this whole period, people take off. It's a period of ce- um, uh, of celebration and all that sort of thing and I think that that comes with a lot of positivity and, and means that I, I look f- forward to it. As a kid though, you might look forward to it for different reasons than you do as an adult. Yeah, so you're, you're a big fan then of Christmas overall? Like a uh... You seem- I, yeah, I'm a like I really really enjoy uh, enjoy Christmas, but again, uh, I would want to subdivide Christmas and say the Christmas that I enjoy is you know the Steers family cr- Christmas. I enjoy a lot of Christmas tropes. Uh, I enjoy, uh, but I'm not uh, I'm not like yay. This was the day that. Jesus was born and the shepherds and the, you know, and the manger and let's put up a crash and which is funny because we actually do have a crash. Uh, <laughs> Megan Kelly wouldn't like it. It's a Mexican crash that my mom brought from Mexico and all, all the characters in it are not white, including Mexico. Jesus. They're not Christians. They're Mexicans. <laughs> um, that's I, that's I an inflammatory I went to church, church last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, for Christmas, my my wife's mom's. Uh, I think is it no? She's with the United Church. She's quite religious, and um, so we went like on Christmas Eve. And uh, I always kind of like you know I'll say uh, with a, lo- a lot of religion, I can uh, appreciate religion culturally, and and I do. So it's kind of neat to go into church. You know, I think oh, it's pretty ornate and nice, and you know everyone sings these sort of hymns. Some of them I like because I'm like, oh, I know this one. It's like a Christmas song. And I'm like, la joy to the world or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then some are just like these, you know, Bible hymns. <laughs> I'm like trying to mumble along. And, and mostly when I'm in no church, what I always find funny is I'll just randomly, you know, they're talking about Christ and the birth of Christ and try. And it's, and it's a very positive focus, I think, if you're a Christian. And most Christians would say that. It's, you know, time to think about Christ in this positive way. So there's a lot of good from the religious angle. I generally would just flip through the Bible and look at random bits of the Bible and be like, well, and of course, it's out of context, but like, like, wow, there's some weird stuff in the Bible. <laughs> you just like <laughs> pick pages at random and read stuff. You're like, oh man, not a, anyway. But, um, but yeah, so I've had that a very minor religious uh, experience culturally on Christmas, but I'm for sure like Croft and I just like to hang out with my family, eat a bunch of food all day. And um, and though I'm really not consumerist 
not at this point in my life. I don't I don't really want anything at Christmas. When I was a kid, Christmas was awesome. I remember how like the lead up to Christmas, it'd be like, I don't know how long away, but I'd be like, oh God, I can't wait for Christmas to be here. And I would like <laughs> make a big list and every day I'd be like, oh, it's so far away. And then Christmas morning, you know, you you rip this thing open. It would be like a G.I. Joe war machine. And you'd be like, yes, <laughs> I'd be so happy. And I can remember that. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah, well, I know I used to tear at the corners of, of gifts in secret. Like, I knew I, when I was a kid, I would look for the gift that, like, I had. A, there was a big one once, and I would tear off each little corner and hide it just to see if I couldn't get a hint without being exposed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you guys have torn off corners, but I've torn off corners. I definitely know what you mean about the gifts. Sometimes I'll pick up ones. I'll be like, "Ooh, action figure! This is money." I can tell that it's an action figure then other times you pick it up and it's soft and you're like oh close oh god you know i roll uh so definitely i i had my my gifts i knew which ones were first to be opened you could feel the squeeziness of the socks why would my mom wrap socks do you guys decorate at christmas uh i don't i've never maybe well you're a bachelor and you live (laughs) no but (laughs) even even in my relationships we never really got into what about your family when you were a kid yeah, yeah. I mean, we we hung some lights, very basic stuff, but it was fun. I enjoyed it as a kid, and we always got a real Christmas tree. One of my my dad's kind of like, um, you know, he's a he's a outdoorsman. He's he has he's a believer in some things, and one of those things he doesn't believe in is fake Christmas trees are for losers. <laughs> he's right, there. and he's like, you gotta get a real Christmas tree. We're going into the bush, and we well, go deep we'll into. Walk that back right now what? because I've had a fake Christmas tree my entire life. I, it's not me. This is I'm talking about my dad. Don't get offended. I agreed though. I agreed. Yeah, Mike, 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 it, it I stand all, by that. Oh fuck off! Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Um, it's all what you make of it, and and this is this is what my parents bought a tree, a fake tree, and this is hilarious because they bought it in like the '80s, early '80s, I think, and they bought it at Canadian Tire. Um, which is and they did not spend a lot of money even at that time so it's like let's say that the artificial tree technology market has improved considerably since the time they bought this tree this is a sad sack looking tree but it means a lot to us because we've had it every single year and there's something to be said for that almost of having the same tree every year it kind of looks the ornaments are like the same ornament stuff i made in cub scouts or whatever like that are yeah i know that's for sure true and it, when you said you got it in the 80s i had this mental image of a day glow orange Christmas <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny because so so how it's one thing i think we can agree about uh, upon is that christmas is about building some kind of tradition whatever it is whether it's secular religious or whatever personal family stuff because we have a real tree because i can't picture a plastic tree though you make a very good case for you know it's this familiarity every year but for me i get we get it we just put up a tree yesterday uh and it's a whatever a fir tree or something uh which we got at ikea incidentally <laughs> they're really cheap at ikea and uh and it's the smell of the tree so you have to assemble it <laughs> no, but the best part is it costs twenty dollars, and they give you a twenty dollars gift certificate to buy something at IKEA. I'm like, man, it's basically free if you want to buy some shit at IKEA. That is, I guess. Um, but it's the smell of the tree. So right now, my living room smells like a pine tree, right? And it's just like, and I'm like, oh, Christmas. Like that smells ingrained in my brain because we always had real trees, and we used to go out into the bush and cut one down. Uh, and uh, and so so now for for me, that smell is part of it. And I can't imagine a plastic tree because that's what um, 
that's what was instilled in me. I think a lot of what Christmas for me, it's and and it carries on, but it is is childhood. Like I think that Christmas is amazing for for kids. If you're a kid, I loved Christmas so much when I was a kid that even at this point in my life, though I'm like, oh, I don't want anything, and yeah, you know, I'm not religious and whatever. It's most mostly the nostalgia, I think, uh, is what I kind of revel in at Christmas. So thinking back on how much I loved Christmas as a kid makes me happy about it now, and I like hanging out with my family too and whatever. Yeah, you're indoctrinated. <laughs> I like I like how we threw out that last one. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like, you know, yeah, family's uh, cool too. Whatever, uh, but yeah, no, I I agree with what Mike's saying. It's funny because like <laughs> uh, Santa Claus is like you know the big lie that parents tell their kids, and there's there's often talk about like is it right to be so conditioning your kid with essentially the most elaborate lie. Outside of organized religion, zing that <laughs> that you can think of. Like, really, it's it's a giant, it's a giant fabrication. And yeah, NORAD, NORAD is in on it for God's sake. Yeah, I know the post <laughs> service. Um, when, whenever, whenever a kid asks a follow up question or tries, you you embellish the lie further. You drag it even. Why? Why? How can the? How can Santa visit all the houses at once? You know, oh, he clones himself. There are many Santas. I I don't know, but like it's 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 a giant it's a giant lie, but one that kids. Kids latch onto it. I, t- I totally did, and I was constantly disappointed by the fact that my mom, bless her heart, would m- not understand exactly what we wanted every year. Like, for example, Nick one year really wanted Aquaman action figure, uh, and uh, <laughs> and she just got one action figure of some superhero nobody had ever heard of. Not that that many people have heard of Aquaman. Wrapped it up and say, and so Nick had been asking Santa for for Aquaman. He reaches into his stocking. Oh, feels like an action figure. Santa's got it. He opens it, and it's some guy with wings that he's never <laughs> heard of before. And he immediately starts crying, thinking that Santa, <laughs> Santa, uh, uh, you know, because we we treat Santa if he's infallible and all this and mom's like well maybe Santa made a mistake (laughs) (laughs) and Nick is really upset and uh, he's like how can Santa make a mistake he's he's in all of these houses he's got all these powers and all of a sudden he's making mistakes well Santa you know he's got a lot going on Um, and it's just it's just funny how that uh, how that works and the pressure that's on parents yeah I want to I want to I want to segue with that well not segue but just talk about I share similar experience because Mike talked about getting awesome stuff and I was constantly you know and I know my mom's a fan of the show so hopefully she doesn't take this long way <laughs> <laughs> but like I was constantly pretty much disappointed with what I got and it wasn't so much that it I mean I believed in Santa for a long time and I, I don't think I had ever sort of linked that oh maybe Santa doesn't exist like I never, that evidence didn't enter into my brain but I, I was just always like doesn't he know I want a Nintendo and I never get a Nintendo? And, like, I ended up getting a Nintendo, I think, for passing a certain grade or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. My grandmother ended up getting it for me at some point. But um, I never, like, I, I remember never getting what I want wanted and getting shit for being ungrateful little bastard, which no doubt I was. <laughs> and, and But, you know, it's just... You know, and I would say the one year I got what I wanted, it wasn't from Santa, it was just Christmas, and I think I was 18. 
Um, I'm really into skateboarding as a teenager in one year. Because after I knew Santa didn't exist, my parents would be like, hey, you know, money's tight and don't be unreasonable with your requests and, you know, be, you know don't be a dick about it, pretty much. Um, this one year I got, like, a skateboard and skate shoes and, like, all kinds of crap. And then a month later I found out my parents were getting divorced and so all the gifts were guild gifts. <laughs> which, oh. which was still awesome but sucky at the same time. So, um... That makes Christmas kind of shitty in my mind, to be honest with you, because... The disappointment? Well, here's the thing. Like, giving gifts is great, and I kind of like the notion of, hey, we exchange gifts with each other. But you do get into that whole, well, I got you a nice gift and you got me a piece of shit. One of the strongest memories I have about Christmas is the year my dad got my mom... um, What was it? It was a a, a brush for the car, like an ice scraper. You know, you scrape off the ice and brush it off. <laughs> and my mom was, Sweet. like, pretty pissed. And my dad was like, what? It's fucking useful. You needed one. Of, we needed one of those. And my mom was like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill you. And my dad was incredulous over the fact that she'd even, you know, and there's, I'm sure there was other problems. You know, I've already given away the punchline that they're, that they're separated. Well, my, but... my, my dad, my mom still holds against my dad. She was talking about this the other day. My dad really liked Bruce Springsteen and got yeah. my mom. Got my mom a Bruce Springsteen tape the for boss. Christmas one year, and so she opens it. And it's clearly, it's clearly in no way for her. Like it's like a Bruce Springsteen tape. She doesn't just make shit about Bruce Springsteen. And then, then she opens it, and he his excuse was, "Well, like I'd like you to get into him, you know, like." So- <laughs> <laughs> but but no, still years later she'll 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 still talk about that. There is pressure in the gift giving for sure. There is there is pressure because it's instead of giving a gift just because you want to give someone a gift, you're giving a gift because this is the time of year, a date on the calendar that says at this time you are to give gifts to your uh, family and loved ones. And I'm you know I'm not sure if that's a good thing. Um, I have a. Story, but, so um, my brother and I give each other gifts uh, every year, and uh, at one point I don't know how we got in this habit. If a couple of years ago we got in this habit of um, that we'd spend about fifty bucks on each other. So then you know I'd get him something, and then he'd get me something, and then one, one year we were both admittedly lazy, and uh, I uh, uh, he got me a card. <laughs> he got me a card, and in the card was card was a fifty dollar bill. And then uh, I actually that year was too lazy to get him something, and I I wrapped very carefully. I wrapped a fifty dollar bill, so the exact shape of a fifty dollar bill. And then, um, and then the next year we just said, "You want to just like cancel it out?" <laughs> and we were like, "We agree, yeah, all right, sure, we're even." And then we just didn't get each other anything because we it was getting down to the point where yeah. it was like, uh. And I was, I was actually realized I was pretty happy with that because if he spends fifty dollars on me, I spend fifty dollars on him. I'm like, oh, I could just spend zero on each other and just be happy. What the hell is the difference? Because I feel like when you get to be an adult, and this is why I say it's more for kids. You know, if I want something or I need something, I go and get it. You know, it's like I don't, I don't. But when you're a kid, you don't have anything <laughs> that your parents don't give you. You're broke ass. and you need someone. So when you want a toy, you're like, you don't have the ability to go and buy a toy. Um, you know, judging if I look behind Bo in the camera there, I can see a big pile of games he has. Yeah. Those were not given to him at Christmas. He just bought them because he wanted I think you actually guys got me one. Maybe it was just out of randomness. Oh, yeah. We might have got you some for your birthday or something like that anyways. But um, but 
I, I think that's the basic th- thing. Uh, is it, um, you know, if I want something, I get it. So that's why I feel like I don't need gifts really at Christmas too much because I can just go out and buy one. Well, there's a couple of things, and I think that's a good point. But at the same time, like, I think that um, sometimes people will put mental blocks on themselves for whatever reason. They'll say, this is too expensive, This is or this is a luxury item, or I want this, but I don't really need this. I know I do that for sure. Like, I'm like, ah, you know, I would like this, but I don't really need this, so I'm going to I'm gonna put a block on myself. My mom is notorious uh, for that sort of thing. So there is that. So you can definitely get people, um, get people gifts, even as adults, even though they could afford them themselves. But also, and one thing, and I don't want to spoil my brother's gifts on the off chance he listens to this episode, which he will not. Um, but uh, but I've got I've got him a couple of gifts this year. Uh, one of my brothers, not the Alberta one, uh, that that I think that he's going to like, and that but he you know they're not on any sort of list they're whatever they're i know him and i'm able to say these are things he doesn't know about that i think that he would appreciate and and jesse this year in particular my wife is using um etsy which is like an arts and crafts marketplace website uh, to find a couple of like one of a kind gifts that suit the personalities of friends and family so i mean there's always something that you can you can get someone it just might not be the traditional the traditional here's money for an object that you want it's more something related to to uh yeah it should be responsive to your interests or just at least thoughtful i mean thoughtful we bag on socks but they're actually like getting razors shaving cream and socks is actually useful. I know there was like an eight-year stretch where I didn't have to buy shaving cream or buy socks through the whole year because I get resupplied at Christmas time. <laughs> like, I'm still sweet. riding that. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually getting short on shaving cream, but I know I'm going to get more from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that thing's kind of cool. But overall, on the gift side of the Christmas holiday, my sense is that um, like we're not doing it this year. And on my dad's side, we just do a secret Santa. And we just basically buy dumb gifts for it. Like, the gifts are actually a really bad part about Christmas. As kids, you like them. And I think we become indoctrinated to associate it with Christmas. But at least on both of my sort of families that I do Christmas with, uh, we no longer do gifts. Uh, Like, the gifts are sort of over. I think people still break the rules sometimes. And I know I bought... I think I've gotten pretty much everyone in my family an iPad at one point or another, which is a really rich gift. <laughs> but I wanted to do something nice for them, so I kind of broke the rules a little bit to do to just do something nice. But I could have done that outside nice of Christmas. Stuff. I just did it at Christmas. And it's a nice, um, nice things. Yeah, but like this year, I'm not going to be getting anything. And and I think that's just the important thing is family and spending time with the family. You do that with the kids, and so I think I'm I'm over that. But it's really funny because on my dad's side, we actually have this. Um, horrific monkey that we've been is always one of the there's like 20 or 25 people opening secret santa gifts and actually last year i got the horrific monkey so that reminds me i've got to wrap that monkey and give it as my secret santa gift so it's like six or seven year running joke where people keep re-gifting this really ugly <laughs> stupid monkey and it's really awesome and so i don't know where it is though I think but i think that i think that we're, we're you know we're, we're dancing around the point yeah. of like crofton's crofton's right that when gift giving you know try to think about the person get a thoughtful gift and that kind of thing yeah. i'm at the point with my brother where we're just writing it off basically yeah. uh and a secret santa is always a good idea to save money but i think that you know christmas is a whole or especially in you know canada and the u.s probably even to a greater degree i mean 
you know, at Halloween, stores are like start to try and time to start pumping the Christmas tunes. They're like cults of indoctrination. And get, yeah, and get the and get the the and get the the sales going for Christmas. Like it is, you know, I've heard stats that stores, many stores are, um, you know, you hear that thing. I don't know if this is true about Black Friday, where it's like uh, people get you know, killed on Black Friday. Well, no, but but because it's because Whoa. it has the name because, or this might be a myth though, but that. Um, in you know because a lot of businesses operate in the red so to speak until black friday comes and only at that point do they start making a profit so in the run-up to in the run-up to christmas as people are shopping so much uh and i heard (laughs) i read this other horrible news story that someone posted on facebook it was in china which i guess you know is in this process of having a burgeoning middle class and uh this guy had been shopping for five hours for christmas stuff with his girlfriend and she was like oh i just want to look in the store the shoes and stuff and they were in the top floor of this mall and then he uh uh went and jumped he killed himself he jumped what? he jumped off in you know inside the atrium in the mall like the fifth floor jumped. this is apparently a true story i read the article and i was like oh my, oh my god, god now um, obviously that's you know, I hate Christmas shopping as much as you the next person. You didn't have other problems that would have... I think there was probably other relationship problems there, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, or something. Jeez. That was the straw that broke Although, the you know what? I've, I've, have you ever thought of, like, when you're in the atrium of a big mall, have you ever looked over the side and be like, I wonder how painful it would be to jump off this thing? I know I've had Yeah, that it'd be thought. very painful. It's like marble yeah. floors and stuff. Yeah. But, but the fact that, like, I mean, the commercialism is pretty much jammed down her throat like i try to avoid stores as much as possible this time of year i like christmas music but i i, I get so sick of it when it's playing oh, everywhere yeah. you go it's like there's certain streets where it's like it's like spark street downtown here it's just it's like a walking pedestrian street and it's just blasting out outside you hear the music everywhere it's just it gets, it gets overboard um i like when christmas is about spending time with friends and family and that sort of thing and, but it's become this commercial holiday that is just meant to dump as much cash get as much cash out of our pockets as as it can and you know some people like to talk about like what's the true meaning of christmas and yeah. that might be religious or friendship but it's really it's uh buying shit getting the economy going it would be really interesting to see companies actually engage in actual christmas activities rather than just selling us gifts you know i mean i know they're there to make money and to provide us with services but uh yeah i think i think definitely uh the business side of things definitely makes christmas a turn off uh it's just you know oh but i have ruining a, a lot of holidays wait whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I have a story about what you said about businesses um i heard you know WestJet, the airline yeah um, I heard this. It was like a marketing scheme recently, where I guess I, you know, people were boarding a plane and they said, and they 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 went through and they kind of filmed and, and like every passenger on the plane and said, you know, what do you want from Santa this year? And then um, and then and then they said this or that or whatever. And then so people at the other end were at the destination place who worked for WestJet. When the plane took off, they all dashed around town and got all these presents for the people. And then when they got off the plane, uh, they got all the presents from WestJet that they had asked from. Santa, and including like a one guy asked for like a fifty-inch flat-screen TV, and they got it for him. So wow, pretty, yeah. So there but you it go. was just They're one lucky cool. flight. It's not a like it yeah, like, it's a marketing a ploy. But you know, yeah. whatever they gave some it's stuff. Interesting. Good yeah, Jesse. Jesse mentioned that too. So obviously, it's getting around, and it it is a good uh, it is a good package. They do this sometimes. It's a stunt event. They did it for hockey, where they had an uh, 
an, an, uh, an NHL production value on a local hockey game, and they aired the ad a bunch. It's a good, it's a good marketing. Good, better bullshit. Brought to you by WestJet. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the the thing we talked about atheism not too long ago, and uh, one yes. one of us said um, it might have been you, Bo. We're we're talking about how uh, it could come off as, as sort of cold or or or. Um, uh, not as flavorful, I guess, as religion, uh, uh, organized religion. And, and, and the thing is um, about Christmas is, is that, yeah, it's a religious holiday and atheism, and I am an atheist. Atheism has no official holidays, really. Like, and, and therefore, um, these traditions that have been established through the other organized religions we kind of you know we kind of lean on them and then and then uh base them around you know friends family and 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 that sort of thing uh and so because of that i find i find that christmas is kind of tough to to uh to rate um because it's it is a it is a religious thing and you can't you can't take away from that and it's also a commercial thing and as you guys have both touched on um some of the commercial stories associated with Christmas and the fact that the campaign for Christmas starts so early I mean uh, really that's that start, starts to smell like bullshit um, but 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 then there's that heartwarming the heart and we've all given examples of it we don't want to be a Scrooge <laughs> well you, and there is oh. there is that except for Mike we don't want to be Scrooges um, but no, did but you I, hear about the real Scrooge, our minister, ministry, minister of industry here in Canada? No, there's a real Scrooge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really funny because recently he was on some radio show, and there, and he said that he didn't think it was his job to fe- feed his neighbor's child, and he, <laughs> and he didn't think that uh, the government was responsible for feeding hungry children. Anyways, he got lambasted for it, and there's all these really funny pictures of his face being uh, photoshopped into, like, Scrooge's face, because they're like, it's Christmas, and he's like, let the children go hungry. <laughs> bah humbug. And, awesome. and a lot of charities get a lot of their donations around Christmas as well. Like, there's a big... Uh, yeah. A lot of money is given. Yeah, but Crofton, what you were saying about, and your, you know, atheism, we did talk about the atheism. We don't have holidays. But in the same way that Christmas uh, usurped a pagan holiday and, uh, play, you know, imposed itself on, on that, I think it's the same way that uh, the, uh, you know, the the lords of commercialism have basically taken over Christmas and made it their own, which is, uh, it's, it's, it's really more of a capitalistic holiday than it is a religious holiday for most people. So I think it's okay. It's an evolution of it. You know, for us, it's a secular uh, because we're atheists. It's a, it's a secular celebration. Spend time with people. You know, reflect on the year. Whatever. It still has its positive things, and and it's. I think it's okay to borrow from religions um, and cultures. That's culture evolves. One thing I find interesting when we were talking about you know believing in Santa Claus because I can really recall when I was a kid. Uh, at this point, when I don't know how old I was. Where I started to just, you know, my parents were still playing along and, you know, so was NORAD and all that. And I, but where I just knew that Santa wasn't real, but I really, really wanted to believe that he was. And I feel like I read, I wrote that for like a good year or two where it's like in my head, I was like, I know it's not true. I just want it to be true. And I tried for a long time, eventually just like, oh, well, whatever. It doesn't exist. And what I find funny about this, and now that we're talking about atheism related to that, is that I always like to point out, but people don't do that with religion. And I find that so funny. It's like, you could be told this story and then at some point when you get old enough you realize okay well yeah this old man who lives in the north and he gives presents to everyone 
Yeah, okay. And then you just come to this point where you can't believe it anymore. But yet the stories of religion, which are honestly not that different, uh, people will believe, you know, fanatically their entire lives. They'll never come to this point of self-reflection and say like, oh, I'd like to believe it, but I just can't. I find that kind of a funny analogy. And I mean, but maybe people who believe in religions believe in Santa still. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think that most adults, even if they're religious, don't believe in Santa. Everyone knows really? Santa. Oh, those atheists. They're Santa <laughs> no, even, atheists. Even, even, yeah, Santa atheists. I still po- believe in Santa. <laughs> At the point where they have to shell out money for their kids' presents and then tiptoe down it's and put an them in the stock. such an expensive lie to keep up. You could just say, listen, there's no Santa. It's me paying for it. And I don't make a lot of money, son or daughter. So uh, lay off with all the outrageous requests. Because I always wanted the most expensive things. I'm like, well, Santa could make it. Why? Why am I getting this uh, forty dollar thing when I can get a seven thousand dollar something or other? Like, this, this <laughs> doesn't this. make any sense. Like, <laughs> I saw this thing recently where they was this this woman had written this article. I guess she'd found this letter to Santa from her grandfather. It was written in 1915, and he he asked for a couple. It was like I don't know nine cent readers and a knapsack to put the the little readers in, and that's what he wanted. And he also wrote, oh, and if you have any other spare toys, I might. I'd appreciate those too that's what he wanted and i was compared against i guess this viral uh i didn't see the one but this girl somewhere in the states had written this letter for, and i don't know what she wanted from Santa, but it was ridiculous like i'm you know an ipad and like a computer and these fancy dolls and a thousand dollars cash that was the funniest part it's a really big impact of the consumerism of the holiday now but also up with just that expectation Going with that lie thing, you know, the um, stuff like when, when you start wanting products made by companies like iPads and stuff. Like when I was a kid and I wanted like – you're getting my – my action figure comes in this plastic container that says like Mattel on it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'd be like, what's the deal with that? And and my parents would have to lie their asses off, you know. They were like, oh, well, you know, um, Mattel is a division of Santa Industries. I don't know. But like <laughs> – Santa Industries. <laughs> <laughs> but like they really had to work uh they had to work hard on it. Yeah. So I think like there's a lot to talk about here but are you guys ready to sort of roll it up into some some Christmas verdicts? Grinchy, merry? I think so. I, I did want to share one other sort of aspect about Christmas cuz we've been pretty uh we've been pretty um you know positive on it and just like even if as you know atheists that are going to hell we've been still like well Christmas is still cool and stuff but um on the family front that Mike talked about a little bit, it does resonate with me because um, I've had some drama at Christmas time, and so I've never felt super comfortable. I've just never really loved Christmas because that pressure for everyone to get together, even though everyone doesn't uh, get along. Um, specifically, like my, uh, for a period of time, I, my girlfriend was, you know, was a black woman, and some of the people on my dad's side of the family are somewhat like racist I guess like not <laughs> not like ov- no, they're not like overt racist people but you know they'll use the n-word and not in an ironic way that's pretty over racist yes. <laughs> no I know and but, not, but not like all. but I just mean like they're not like they don't you know it's it's more like an us and them attitude and less like a you know Aryan race kind of racism I guess what Whatever. I'm they're, to bigoted say. they're ignorant rednecks. and you know if any of them are listening then well I'm sorry but you know, I've never it was. You know, we were going out for five years, and I, I she came over once, didn't get along with, uh, you know, specifically my dad, and I was never able to go. I had to go by myself, 
and it sucks when everyone else has their partners and your partner doesn't want to go and you can't blame like I couldn't say yeah come on just put up with the racism or put up with that uncomfortable tension and that sucks and so that might not be anything against Christmas itself but that's my experience of Christmas that is at an adult I don't I haven't really loved it as a holiday but uh, I just wanted to add that and maybe I can segue right into a verdict because um, you know uh, so and and that's sort of the thing is that I think that being called a Scrooge because you don't like Christmas is kind of this like real way of insulting and putting someone down who may not like the holiday like I think I think that's sort of a form of indoctrination because I actually don't love the holiday it's been a like I I feel like there's some great things. I love family getting together. I think it's nice to do nice things for other people. I think it's great to donate to charities and all that kind of stuff. But, um, I, you know, is, Christmas is filled with disappointment for me in a way. I never got the gifts I wanted because I was lied to all my childhood by my parents. And uh, that just sort of, that doesn't actually do good things. It's not a good thing at all. I don't think it's great to lie to your kids. Never. You should never lie to your kids. So what's your verdict? And Well, hang on. I'm getting there. So (laughs) (laughs) you should never lie to your kids. Um, The pressure you were mentioning about families having to get get together is that, I don't know, sometimes you just don't, you know, it doesn't always work out. And then you're left feeling bad or feeling left out. And feeling left out is, is, is actually really shitty. And especially with all the images that we see. Um, you know, around us, like on commercials, families having fun and all that kind of stuff. It's actually pretty insensitive. Uh, so all in all, I'm going to actually, ha- I'd like, you know, this is my review of Christmas right now, but I think as it's organized and constructed, I think Christmas is bad. Bah, humbug! So um, I don't like Christmas. I think we need to change it and make a new holiday. Fair enough. Um, bad. Wow. Well, okay. All right. I'll go next. Um, I'm not as much of a Scrooge as Bo. <laughs> 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 um, but I still am a somewhat a Scrooge because I think Christmas is bullshit. Oh, I like how the cow has bells on him. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I just I just think that um, there's some positives to it. Personally, I really look forward to it, and I've made we have our own family traditions which I really like and look forward to every year. And I think you know it's okay for holidays to evolve and you know, for secular holidays to exist based on religious ones. Um, but I do think it's the overt commercialism, the buy, buy, buy mentality. People dropping thousands of dollars every year, the pressure to buy stuff for people. Um, I, my family, I think, is one that, like my, my parents, I think, really kind of express love through giving stuff. And that's nice. And I, you know, kind of have to receive it that way from them. But in a way, I'm like, I wish, you know, it's tied up in consumerism. I just think it's such crap. Um, We don't need to have to buy stuff to say that we love each other. And anyway, so I just think it's a bullshit holiday that's been taken over by uh, big business for lots of profits. I think just spend time with your family. So, yeah. Well, uh, I, uh, unsurprisingly, think Christmas is good. And and your verdict. Yeah, no, apparently, awesome. Um, and and I think, and I don't want to take away from anything you guys said, which I think both is is very accurate. I, I and I think that it it pulls from your personal experiences. And I think Christmas is a holiday is about your personal experiences. Mine have been good, so my verdict is good. 
Um, the the commercialism, which I touched on earlier, and, and Mike talked about in his verdict, I think is bullshit. Um, I think having a bad or racist experience during Christmas would be a bad experience, but I don't think it reflects uh, badly on on Christmas as a whole. And I I think um, the only thing it de- means is that it means that you're supposed to come together at Christmas. There's an there's there's a a drive to get together as a family, even if you'd rather not spend time with your family. For me, that's a good thing though. I like getting together with my family and and I have good experiences and I think overall uh, Christmas is is, is uh, a fun time I like the holiday I like all that I'm going to use the very last part of my verdict to uh, highlight the song that I mentioned off the top which was Last Night I Saw Santa Claus by the New Kids on the Block <laughs> and I'm going to read you this one, this one little piece uh, from the song Last Night I Saw Santa Claus sneaking out of my back door. Last night, I saw Santa Claus. What's he got in his great big bag for me? What's he got for me? He has crazy long hair and a red guitar. And that was the new kids on the block. And uh, that's poetry, man. With that, I would say uh, Christmas is good. That's poetry. If it it brings out stuff like this, it can be nothing but good. (laughs) They really had the Christmas spirit when they wrote that. What's he got for me? What? <laughs> what has he got for me? What's he got for me? He had a fuzzy white beard and big black boots. Pay me, bitch. All right. So, um, great episode. Seems that we're all pretty uh, divergent on our verdicts. And, and yeah, Crofton, for sure, mine's highly personal. Um, all right. So, uh, I think that about wraps it up. We're not going to be going to the mailbag today because uh, we're running on pretty long. And this is our Christmas special. So, Crofton. If people want to, you know, find out what you, uh, how you're enjoying your Christmas, uh, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter, ignoring my Twitter over the Christmas holidays, but they can still follow me for the new year at Croft and Steers on Twitter. All right. And Mike, where can uh, our listeners find you? They can find me putting the finishing touches on my Christmas tree, my Ikea Christmas tree. <laughs> I get it all ready. You hipster. All right. Um, and you can find me at Bo Schwartz on the Twitters. Um, all right. So I think we're going to take it out. Uh, guys, I hope uh, you both have a Merry Christmas and I hope you enjoy your holidays. And I hope the listeners do as well. Uh, do you guys have any parting thoughts before I uh, play us out? Uh Happy holidays. <laughs> I also say happy holidays, and I would like to read this one last excerpt from last I saw Santa Claus by New Kids on the Block. He had a pack on his back and a red caboose now. Check this out. And, Bo, this would be great if you could play an excerpt from the song, in like, later. Okay. Uh, it would, well, you it would, should probably say that before you start reciting the poem, so... Now you're going to say a line and then give me some instructions and then now say the next line. I like that you're calling it a poem. (laughs) All right. Happy holidays to all the listeners. All right. From good, bad, and or wolf. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
clean that se- sexy uh, toned body that Santa loves. <laughs> what a toned body! Easy, <laughs> <laughs> Deckard Kane. We'd like to thank Kevin McLeod from Incompetech for the use of his music "Wish Background." We wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the halls, be jingle bells. Oh, Christmas tree, up on a housetop. What child is this? Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies, Silent Night, O Little Town of Bethlehem, Jingle Bells Calm, which is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Information on this can be found at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thank you, Kevin.